0: Hey, Tony, guess what time it is? Uh, what time, I time? Guess is- what time of the year it is, I should say.
1: Well, what time of year is it?
0: It is open enrollment time for Medicare and for the Affordable Care Act, formerly known as Obamacare.
1: Oh, wow. I was going to say it was fall. Uh, so what's new for 2020?
0: What's new for 2020? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's spend this podcast talking about what's new and how to save a ton of money on health insurance. I like it. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all, useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore. We're going to be talking about the health insurance markets today. Tony, you know I've gone on rants about health insurance. <laughs> we're not going to do that today. I'm going to be short and sweet today. I'm going to this talk about yep. what is happening here in Pinellas County, Florida with the different medic medical, you know, we're talking Medicare. And for those that aren't lucky enough to be on Medicare the Affordable Care Act plans. And I'm going to try and be kind this time of year. I know I can get angry sometimes.
1: Well, about how anybody can get upset when they get too deep in the weeds on health care and the costs and health insurance. But we're talking mainly about uh, what's changing and what's coming down the pike, what you need to be aware of for 2020 when it in regards to uh, Medicare or health care, right?
0: That's right. And for the listeners out there, Dolphin financial group is dolphin wealth management, which does a lot of retirement planning focus. And then also dolphin insurance, which does have a health insurance side of it. And that's part of partly because health insurance is a huge cost in retirement. So we do focus on helping people with Medicare and also those that aren't yet 65, but do need health insurance. And, uh, It is open enrollment. October 15th started the open enrollment for Medicare, and November 1st started open enrollment for the under 65, as I call it. And that runs through
1: what, December?
0: Yeah, so Medicare runs October 15th through December 7th, and the other plans for other people, Affordable Care Act, runs from November 1st through December 15th. So you have to get moving on it. Yeah.
1: So now is the time to really, if you currently have uh, some type of healthcare or Medicare set up, now is the time to look at it. Look at your Medicare, look at your healthcare options, get a second opinion. They can go in and meet with you, right? And you'll look at where they're at and see if there's any way they could save money or be put in a better situation, especially with lots of changes happening.
0: Right. And I want to highlight something and let's start with the under 65 crew those that not that are not on Medicare, the Affordable Care Act plans. I want to paint a little scenario here for you, Tony, and I want you to maybe take some guesses. I want to talk about how much money is at stake here because it's ridiculous. I'm so, going to
1: guess lots. Oh, wait, <laughs> yes. go, ahead. go ahead.
0: So we're looking at, let's say, Pinellas County. And this this is very similar for Pasco, Hernando, Hillsboro, you know, the Tampa Bay area, right? So um, let's imagine a couple is 62 years old. Husband and wife are both 62. I have to pick ages just because that's how it. For the how example, health insurance yep. is priced. Yep. Um, we'll say that they don't use tobacco and we'll also say that they're both retired and therefore they don't get coverage through work, which is where most people get coverage through employer, which on a side note, employer prices are going up as well next yep. year. Yep. When is the, when is the tide going to turn where the prices are going to come down? <laughs> that's the question. So anyway, yeah, that's the joke of the day. Oh, Dan, you're funny. Joke of the year. F- so, um, all right, a couple age 62, and they have to go and get health insurance through the exchange. Now, in Florida, we don't have a separate Florida exchange. We use the healthcare.gov national exchange. So you can go online if you're listening, and you can get all this pricing yourself, but I'll save you the trouble if you're both 62 years old and you're looking for health insurance and you don't use tobacco. Tony... They have to go full price. They don't get a subsidy. And I want to talk about subsidies in a moment, but they don't get a subsidy. What do you think the cheapest, the absolute least expensive monthly cost for them is? An, a 62-year-old couple. We're talking uh, the plan's going to be the, the least benefits, most deductible, all that sort of stuff.
1: 700 a month?
0: Each, it's 1528 1000 $528 per oh, month for a sixty-two-year-old couple.
1: That's insane.
0: Right? That is the twenty twenty. That's more than my cheapest, house note. Right? It's crazy. That is eight. That's <laughs> over eighteen thousand dollars a year in premiums. That doesn't wow. get you anything. What actually, what does that get us, Tony? Let's look behind this curtain. And Very along with that fifteen hundred dollar a month price. You have an eleven thousand dollar deductible. Oh, oh! Which folks that aren't familiar with the term deductible is what you have to pay before the insurance kicks in. So
1: basically, you're paying the eighteen thousand dollars in uh, premiums
0: and monthly costs. Yep.
1: And monthly costs eighteen thousand plus the eleven thousand deductible.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: if my math is correct, that's twenty nine thousand dollars a year.
0: Right. You're that's,
1: out of pocket for you for to have health insurance.
0: That's if you actually use the services. If you don't use the services, you're only out that eighteen thousand. Right. Well, <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the maximum out of pocket for this plan is sixteen thousand. So there is an additional five thousand dollars you can be out after the max uh, deductible. So you could be out 34000 and we've done shows on how I hit the over $30,000 out of pocket for my health insurance. Yeah. And 2019 is going to be no exception, considering I was in the ICU for a few days, and my wife had some uh, some MRIs done on her leg when she popped her calf muscle. So, yeah, we're going to be up there again. But 2020, have no fear, is going to be very similar, very high prices. I will say this, though, Tony for the $1,528 a month that this couple pays. Yeah. They don't get dental. That does not include dental coverage. <laughs> of course
1: not. <laughs> Why would it? Right? Yeah. But that's the that's the and cheapest plan. And I'm sure it plan, doesn't he- include vision or hearing aids either.
0: No, no, that you don't need to hear, see or have teeth in order to live according to Medicare yeah. or the health of the government. Um, wow. Now, the most expensive plan for this 62-year-old couple for 2020 Four thousand nine hundred and fifty nine a month.
1: Well, that's ridiculous. Who could even pay that? Right. That's, that's sixty grand.
0: Crazy. Sixty grand a year. That's and but that has no deductible.
1: <laughs> oh, ooh, good. Wow. So super helpful.
0: <laughs> and and but still doesn't have dental. So you have to get dental outside of the plan. They should at least give you dental at five grand a month. All right. Yeah. So, yeah
1: it should include everything at five grand a month
0: right you figure if i, if I pay
1: five thousand dollars a month in case i need something it should cover anything i ever need regarding my physical health
0: and have a butler with it and a driver yeah a driver chauffeur. would be nice yeah chauffeur this way you don't get any i don't have to hurt yourself driving you know let it is it's it's seemingly unreasonable these prices right i mean if you think about it yeah, There's um, only a
1: handful of people that can afford that. I mean, you know, I mean, you got your Warren Buffett's and your Bill Gates. Uh, other than that, you know, the rest of us are like, well, that's out.
0: It stinks. Uh, but um, so there are alternatives, but let's and I we did a show on healthcare alternatives. So the, the short term plans are available now. And it used to be only three months. Now there you can get a, a sh- quote unquote short term for up to three years now in Florida. So that's, well, that's changed. Good. That's good that news. Would, that, that's been since Trump's come into office, he's, you know, allowed those. He's eliminated the penalty if you don't have insurance. So some people just going without, except from California, they have to still have to pay the penalty. Right. <laughs> um, But here's the deal. But uh, I don't I was, think it's
1: a good thing for people to go without either.
0: No, it's terrible. But the good thing about these plans and why they're so expensive is because they cover pre-existing conditions. So you can't get denied coverage if you have an issue. Oh,
1: see, that's good.
0: Whereas that's good. the short-term plans... Even the th- three year ones, they can deny pre existing conditions. Right. And they won't cover maternity. And they just take like one
1: look at me and go, Yeah, there's a pre existing condition. Right.
0: Right. And, and I go, and,
1: what? How do you prove it? And they just go, Here's a mirror.
0: And then you take off your tinfoil hat and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> These things are useless. You know, So I was, um, I got an email uh, on November first from the healthcare.gov saying, "Hey, your plan, if you don't change, it's going to go up the price," and I'm like, "Well, that's wow, that's news." (laughs) Um, I don't even (laughs) want to talk about my costs on this. Yeah, let's not get into
1: that at this show.
0: Right, you know, three kids. Uh, Anyway, so now here's the deal, and here's what I want to point out to people because. And, and the government will put out their well, uh, marketing, I call it propaganda. They'll say, oh, you know, 90% of people aren't paying the full price. And this might be true because they have subsidies. So I wanna get across to people that are listening the value of these subsidies. And it's particularly important for people that are self-employed or don't have coverage through an employer or like this example, the 62-year-old couple that's retired that don't that don't have medicare. So and I do this all the time with my clients is we start talking about income planning and if they're not 65 yet, which a lot of my clients are not, we have to really be very uh, very accurate with our numbers on income because it'll determine their healthcare subsidy. So let me give you an idea for this this couple, the 62-year-old couple, if they make less than 17 dollars they don't get any subsidy. So the less you make, you don't get a subsidy. They want you on Medicaid, which is state run. All right. So as long as you make 16,900 as a couple, you're going to get a subsidy. So if you make between 16, we'll call it 17,000. Actually, I'm going to call it 16,910 because that's the magic number, Tony. It's to the dollar. You need to know these. Wow. If you make between sixteen thousand nine hundred and ten as a couple and forty two thousand two hundred and seventy-five, you're gonna get a subsidy between two thousand and seventeen hundred dollars per month. That means the government will reduce your premium by two thousand dollars. So now all of a sudden, that cheap plan of fifteen hundred dollars, if they if this couple makes less than forty two thousand two hundred and seventy five dollars in twenty twenty their premium goes to 0. All wow. of a sudden, they're saying, hmm, right? Yeah. Now, that's one level. The next level is 42,275 to 67,640. If they are within that range, their subsidy is going to be between 1700 and 1500. So still that cheapest possible plan may cost them 0. Now, Here's the real catch. And that seems like a lot of subsidy, isn't it? Where is that money coming yeah. from, Tony? Yeah. It's coming from people that are paying full price. Yeah. Know? Exactly. Um now, but uh, but, for I mean, a
1: couple, but I mean but uh, I mean for the middle-class Americans are paying who are making more than that, they don't get that big subsidy.
0: Well, this is it. So look at this, this is the magic number for a couple in 2020. 67,641. If a couple's adjusted gross income is above 640 they're going to pay full price. Even if it's $641. If they're above by $1, their subsidy goes from 1500 a month to 0. There's no leeway there. There's no graduation. It's by the dollar. So, I'll, prime example, 62 year old couple, if they come to me and they're making 70 grand a year and I'm like, well, we're going to lower that. We're going to lower that to $67,000. Well, that's $3,000 less. I don't really, I don't, you know, we, we can't afford that. You know, I say, well, if you make $3,000 less or in the drastic case, $1 less, your subsidy is going to be $18,000 from the government, $18,000 from the government for a 62 year old couple. As long as they fall below that threshold. So now I, I, I think it's very clear that you need to be aware of this. If you're not getting a subsidy or you want a subsidy, you need to know these numbers because that is a huge amount of money we're talking about. $18,000 subsidy or higher.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. I, I Now, just...
0: that's, that's for a couple. Yeah. Let me give you the numbers for a single person. Yeah. Because there's different. a lot of people out there that yeah. you know, they just may not have insurance coverage. And they're thinking, uh, I don't I don't I can't afford it. My I wish my company provided it, but they don't. And so what they do is they say, uh, we're gonna do um we're gonna give the single people a different level. So they have to make at least twelve thousand four hundred and ninety. So if you don't make twelve thousand four hundred and ninety in Florida, you you can't get a subsidy at all. You you have to at least make that much. So that's the hard part for some people who don't work, but if you make that much, then you start to get a subsidy, and the max you can make is forty nine thousand nine hundred and sixty. So the range is twelve thousand to fifty thousand. And again, I'll say it lightly I'll say it very specifically here. You need to know those exact numbers because if you're one dollar over the limit, you get zero. So, oh, you know, um, yeah. So when planning income, not not everyone can plan income. But everyone has some capabilities. You can make an extra uh, um, deposit into your IRA. And that will help reduce your income that year. So it's very important that people look at healthcare as an income planning process, even though that's not really what it should be. But with prices so outrageous at this point, if you're not looking at your income and trying to match it to get the most subsidy, you're missing the boat on this. I know that's not the way you're supposed to attack um, health insurance. You're not supposed to look at it as how do I manipulate my income to get the most subsidy. But at these outrageous prices, I can't look at it any other way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So subsidies are very helpful. But you're right. If you could plan your income to make sure you you can plan it so your income is such that you know if you go over by you know wow if we had made a thousand dollars less we'd save X amount of money we'd mm-hmm. save $5,000 or something, right. something crazy you know it's right. like well then then let's find a way to you know you know let's
0: find a way to put that in an ira you know, or a health yeah. savings account or something you know and if you can do that that is truly financial planning that's yeah. where it really gets down to it like oh i can put i can go without 2000 which may be difficult for people i can put 2000 away in my ira to save me $8,000 in subsidy. That's a no brainer when you look at it that way. But people just don't realize that. And they think subsidies are for really poor people, but it's not. It's designed for, it, they're trying to get as many people in the subsidy window as possible. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: And I think that's good. And I hope that they don't do away with those subsidies because, you know, they're talking about monkeying with it on both sides well, of the aisle. And that always worries right. me.
0: If you do if he did away with the subsidies, then it's all over. Then then the health insurance will explode because no one will be able to afford it. Yeah, true. You know, vast majority can't afford it as it is, even with the subsidy. Um, some quick other changes for 2020. We have some new competitors in the Tampa market. Obviously, Florida Blue is the biggie, uh, and Molina was here last year as long along with Am Better. But we have two new entrants. We have Oscar Health. Which I'm familiar with because they're they're based out of New York. They've been around a while, but they're entering the Tampa market this year in 2020. They're highly focused on technology, so you'll you'll see a lot of their ads locally, and also Bright Health, which is based out of Minnesota. Ah, uh, um, I think the former, the current CEO of Bright Health was used to be the former, or used to be the CEO of United Healthcare. Yeah, yeah, he's from United so, Healthcare. Yep. Yeah, so they're entering the Tampa market. So we got that which is good uh, new entrants and what the, if you look online uh, and you look at prices those those two companies are going to be the cheapest so they're coming in and, and putting down some low low cost now not low cost on the relatively low cost I'll say sure but so the key is we got some new entrants they're going to be focused on technology networks are still going to be the key. you have to look at these networks so most people look at price. And they say, and you have to look at total price. You can't just look at the price per month because you got to look at deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance, max out of pocket, all that. You can't just look at price uh, monthly. Um, you have to look at the network. So these new entrants, you got to double check. Hey, hey, they're new to Tampa market, but do they have all the hospitals? You need to look at that. And then you got to look at PPOs versus HMOs. Do I need to get a referral or not? So those are the key changes for 2020 for the under 65.
1: So now what about Medicare and Medicare Medicare. Advantage Mm -hmm. plans and supplemental plans? It's open enrollment for those um, as well.
0: I went, Florida's saturated. Florida's got a very mature Medicare market. So the changes that you'll see for 2020 are going to be slight. There are some new entrants, then, you know, some big names that came in last year that are now have a year under their belt. So they'll be able to kind of, you know, um, get some new clients to join because a lot of times when the new Medicare Advantage plan comes in, people like, Oh boy, they're new, but they got some big names that are, that have been around now. And a lot of the Medicare Advantage plans are expanding their markets. So you'll see them creeping in from other counties and trying to expand. And so the key chain now I told you, um, I went to Kentucky Tony, um, in October for open enrollment and um, I was there because one of my colleagues owns an insurance agency out there and Medicare is relatively not Medicare has been around in Kentucky but the Medicare advantage plans are relatively new out there so it's kind of like the Wild West where they're getting plans that they never had before um, and people just don't understand it even the agents. so I was out there trying to teach some other agents how to go about understanding these plans because we've been working with these over a decade in Florida So um, that was an interesting site. But when you come back to Florida, it's like everyone knows it. So everyone knows the Medicare system around here, even unless you're turning 65 and you're new to it. But uh, the TV commercials and the radio, it's just crazy. But um, the key for Medicare, obviously, you got to know Medicare supplement versus Medicare Advantage. If you don't know that story, you got to get that. That's that's where to start. But um, nothing major changing here in in Florida. Um, We have the networks are always being changed, so you have to look at that. Um, Co-pays are going to switch a little. The the big things that are going on in the Tampa area, there's a couple of companies that are offering the buyback plans, as I call them. They're going to give you money back into into your Social Security check if you join their plan. Um, That's trying to entice you to join their plan. And then a lot of the companies are adding little extras, Vision Dental, comprehensive dental um uh hearing so they're expanding in that area but for the most part medicare is pretty mature here in tampa and there aren't too many crazy changes
1: well <laughs> yeah so i know that you've worked medicare can just get it can get crazy though as far as understanding it understanding what it does cover what it doesn't cover do i need medicare advantage Do I need, uh, is that the same thing as a supplemental plan? And where is that, uh, what they call the donut hole, or where are the areas that if I have standard Medicare plus, you know, if I have Medicare A and B, then what, you know, what do I need for additional coverage? And those are questions that you can help our listeners out there answer. Uh, And we're coming to the end of the show. So is there a phone number they can call to set up that complimentary consultation regarding their health care?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and like like I said in the beginning of the show, we have an insurance wing of our group and it's mainly designed for the purpose of incorporating health insurance costs into the retirement planning process. And it's important because it's so darn expensive and we aren't representing one company, we're representing basically all the companies that are out there. So we don't have we're not saying this is the only company that's good for you. We'll give, you know, 10, 10, 12 different options, different companies. And it's just a matter of sitting down and figuring out what your situation is. You know, the conversation of supplement versus advantage is a place to start. What does that mean? You know, and it comes down to money a lot of times. But when it comes to healthcare, money is a big part, but also your health is probably the most important thing to you. So we have to take it seriously. And our philosophy and my philosophy is that you can't talk about, retiring or financial planning without incorporating health insurance. It has to be an integral part of it because if you don't, you're going to wind up making decisions that can impact the rest of your financial plan in a negative way. So you have to be smart about it. And we meet with people all the time. All that people have to do is go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. They can give us a call and set up a one-on-one. They can come to the office. We'll go to houses. We still do house calls. The number is 888-888 five zero eight five nine three five we'll talk about the affordable care act medicare medicare supplements whatever you need assistance with we're here for and we're licensed to help you
1: all right that sounds great and listeners that does it for today's episode of dolphin financial radio with our host dan wendell
0: the topics on this show are wide-ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like
1: me If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to
0: dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.
1: Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you.